Hi, this is Sean Graves from Inspire with Sean. My guest last week and today is Kasha Posey, and we had to split up the conversation into two episodes because there was so much to cover, so much to listen to, and so much to understand. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you allow us into your home and your heart and to your mind, and we all get to learn something about one another. And be safe out there. It's a crazy world. Life can be a little crazy sometimes. In these bizarre moments we live in, we need a podcast to bring us together, to inspire others during all this chaos. Who? Who will step up to a challenge? I'm Sean Graves, though I can't fix everything. With the help of my guests, we can help inspire each other. Do you feel like that match is what has... You always have like that, that first one, mm-hmm. and then whatever you have after that is like you've got this yeah to knock out and my match this experience oh my matches have if i go back and watch them Mm -hmm. have all progressively got better Mm -hmm. no i mean not saying for you i'm saying for like the other uh competitors competitors uh (laughs) wrestlers yeah for the other wrestlers like the experiences that you walk personally away with oh with your first one it's like that's that chasing the dragon almost hit that you get because then after that you're like okay so you've got to this is your mark hopefully you're better i i always seem this experience should be better i always seem to not only get the experience that i need Mm -hmm. but i end up somehow i i magically end up surpassing what I thought I was going to go in and do. Oh. Because I always have this assumption that my next match is going to be just like my last match. Mm. What I mean by that is like, if I watch a match and I go, damn, I really didn't do that good. Mm. You know, I forget that the time before that it was worse, Mm. you know? Mm. And then, like, I watched my three matches that are videoed in order. Mm-hmm. There's the match with Disney, and it's basic. It's super, super basic. Mm-hmm. Not a lot on my end. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Then I have the one with Anthony, mm-hmm. which was him working with me on timing in the ring and experience and it's like a a teaching moment while i was having a match with him right but having a good match Mm -hmm. and that was good and then my third match which was the quarantine show which was with bruno beretta Mm -hmm. he and i put that together mostly he was putting it together and it was okay we want me to look strong you're gonna win Etc., etc., etc. How do we want to do this without making my character look weak? Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of his manager was getting involved and I was getting distracted and the whole night. But when I see the complexity, that match was like 12 minutes. 
And I was like, wait a second. I did a fucking, like, 10 minutes of that was just 10 minutes straight of a fucking match. Yeah. I did a 10-minute match. Mm-hmm. Most of my matches before were, like, five, mm-hmm. maybe six. Mm-hmm. I was like, son of a bitch. Was it physically taxing? No, hmm. not really. I had a blast. I had so much fun in that hmm. match. My whole point in that match was I was selling the fact that he was attacking my leg. Mm-hmm. And I had to sell the injury mm-hmm. and make it look real. And that no matter how much this hurts, I'm still going to fight. Mm-hmm. And we did that. You know, and I got my shots in. I did my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, there's, like, a small little hiccup here and there, but you can't really tell. And my point was, sell my leg, don't die in the ring, <laughs> and, you know, look like I still have a lot of fight in me. Yeah. And that I didn't lose because I'm a bad wrestler. I lost by circumstance. Mm-hmm. That's... The story. Mm-hmm. And we did. Like, I feel bad because you look at that match. There's a point where I have to, like, throw him off the top of the rope. Mm-hmm. And he's up on the rope, and I yank him. And he ends up on the whole other opposite side of the ring. <laughs> and then I'm supposed to do a spine buster right after. Okay. And instead of going straight into the spine buster, because I completely fucking forgot... Because I thought that the whole thing of me throwing him off the rope was the coolest shit ever. Yeah, you don't have, like, a list of, like, in your hand. Yeah. Like, okay, first I do this, and then I do Cause, that. Because okay. it, it was a moment of me going in my head going, holy shit. You know, like, yeah. ow, damn, that looked like that hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? I forgot for yeah. a second. And then he comes up, and he goes, spine buster. I'm like, oh, shit. And I, I go to kick him in the gut. I hit kind of low. I think I grazed his balls. <laughs> and then I picked him up for the spine buster. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but I feel so bad. And because somebody in the back, you could hear him. They were like, oh, my God, she kicked him in the dick. <laughs> but at least you feel bad about it. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I, I'm like pinning him. I'm like, I am so sorry. He's like, you bitch. So what are the atypical and typical demands for you Uh, in this sport? uh, Things that you walked into, you're like, okay, these are things that I expect are going to be typical demands. And then what you may have found out decade later are so not what you thought were going to be typical. So, um, I guess I thought everything was WWE. Uh-huh. I, thought, I would walk in thinking I thought that, too. That. Yeah. That's not the case. Okay. In a lot of ways. Not everywhere you're going to go train is the WWE Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Not everywhere is like that. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to walk into a couple of these places and they're going to have, like, a whole gym set up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, they got their own personal gym. You go in there, and they're going to make you a warrior, you know? You're going to be this <laughs> massive thing. Yeah. And then I thought there was, like, that, and then all this, like, amazing setup stuff. Like, I had this, like, in my head. Mm-hmm. My first training place was a small building, small room, 
Mm-hmm. I say room, literally. It's like, it was right next to a Napa auto store. Dang. Okay? A small place. You walk in. The rain takes up most of the area, uh-huh. and there's a little office in the back. Mm-hmm. That was it. It was a 16 by 16 foot ring. That was it. That's it. And that's what you trained on. And we had a little thing in the corner for like, if you wanted to do uh, like dips or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But it really it didn't really use it. Was it like the same? We had like- a rope. We did the ropes. Right. Is it like walking into, like, uh, the gym that Rocky trains at in the first film where you're like, what the hell is this place? Not even close. It was just, like, bare bones. I was like, okay. So even uh, worse than... And then, like, our training was you do the high-intense interval training before Uh you even get in the ring. Mm -hmm. You have to do that for, like, two or three weeks. So you're taking... um, doing kettlebell workouts you're mm-hmm. doing farmers carry on the dumbbells you're doing the ropes mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. you do laps you yep. go run because cardio is important yep even <laughs> know my cardio sucks but cardio is important cardio is important um you know coming from you the the person that runs marathons over here yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so cardio is a huge thing and then so i knew that it was going to be like physical thing mm-hmm. i knew it was physically demanding yeah i didn't realize how fucking physical mm-hmm. like that was one part of it and i also didn't realize like how much of it is like a dance mm. like you and i work together mm-hmm. to do a body slam you and i work together right for and there's me certain to do these steps things. you have to yeah i, I get that cause... and it's not me physically beating the shit out of you yeah it is we're working together mm-hmm. it's uh like combat theater mm-hmm. and we do this together to make it look good mm-hmm. timing is important yep and because if you don't time it it just people looks like will shit. get hurt yeah <laughs> and it will definitely hurt yeah like i do oh god when i started my first finisher move was the spear okay and I always thought it was this crazy thing. I didn't realize that when you do a spear, you might need to tell the person that you're doing a spear. Oh, no. Um, but these are like little things you learn. Mm-hmm. You know, that way you tell somebody, okay, hey, I do a spear. Mm-hmm. I hit on this side and mm-hmm. I do it this way. Mm-hmm. That way the person knows. Mm-hmm. Or um, I do a DDT where I put your head in a headlock and I drop back. Oh, okay. Everybody does a DDT. Mm-hmm. But if there is something different about how I do mine, mm-hmm. I had to tell them, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I do this little thing that's mm-hmm. a little different and this is how I time it. Mm. So that way they know. Mm-hmm. And nowadays I use a move uh, MVP used to use this in WWE mm-hmm. called the playmaker mm-hmm. where I put my leg over the back of your head. Yeah. I hold your arm and I snap you over. Right. Cause I want to finish her. Everybody could take. Mm-hmm. Cause I used to do what they call a pump handle STO. Mm-hmm. I was starting to do that, but everybody could fuck that up. Mm-hmm. So, and my coach told me, he's like, why don't you use the playmaker? He's like, nobody else uses it except MVP. And he's close to retiring. And I went, Okay. 
oh shit you know i forgot what the hell that was yeah he showed me a video and i'm like oh that looks good and doable and it's very doable yeah i started practicing how to do it and the only thing i do different that he does Mm -hmm. is he'll put his leg on the top of your head like on the back of your neck and Mm -hmm. he rests it or he'll rest it there for a second Mm -hmm. and then go i do a inside to outside crescent kick to the back of your head and as soon as my leg touches we're going oh just to give it a little flare okay something to make it look like i'm hitting you so hard that no we're snapping over okay it looks more brutal okay my goal is to have safe shit that is terrifying Mm -hmm. in how i do it but now that's my my move and i haven't come up with a name but a lot of people are starting to call it the crankshaft and it's a mechanical you know it's like when you do things like that it's like it reminds me of uh bands like blink 182 which was not originally called blink 182 they were originally blink yeah and then before that they were a whole other band name but before they became blink with a number you know (laughs) it's like duran duran just people started calling them blink you know and then they were like oh there's this irish band so we got to put a number to the side of it it's like pod it's not actually pod yeah people don't realize what it stands for right yeah exactly um do you think it takes a special person to do this or do you think that like my dog is having a dream (laughs) is that what the hell that is She's barking at something in her dream. She doesn't normally do that. So She's I don't know what twitching it is. and everything. Probably the pizza man or something. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. That's just hilarious as hell. Right. Anyways. Um, do you think it takes a special person or can like anybody like myself or um, like, uh, yeah, like does it take a special moxie to do so... what you do? So here's the thing, and I've seen this at training, um, and I've seen it other places too. So everybody thinks that they want to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like not, the, the, the rock. Yeah. Not everybody is can be, be a wrestler. Rock. Yeah. That's just facts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain people that are just not physical. Mm-hmm. You have no athletic ability. Um, now, I will say this. If you have the passion and the heart for it, train as a wrestler. Mm-hmm. But just know that you might not be a wrestler. You're not going to go somewhere with it. Mm-hmm. But wrestling, the company, the business, is not just the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And people forget that. Mm-hmm. To be a part of the business, you can be a part of the business. Mm -hmm. You just don't have to be a wrestler. Mm -hmm. What's to say that you're not a manager, Mm -hmm. a valet, Mm -hmm. a ring announcer, or a referee? Or uh, I feel like I would make some bad calls. You you know what I'm saying, (laughs) though? But like, who says you can't be a character Uh aside from everything maybe you're good with production maybe Mm -hmm. you're good with sound right maybe uh 
you just want to be a part of things. Yeah. And you want to help out in any way you can. You can mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Just want to be a part of it. Right. There's a million and one things. Maybe you're good at graphic design. Mm-hmm. And you can cater to wrestlers by mm-hmm. helping them come up with the logo. Mm-hmm. They'll pay you for that shit. Mm-hmm. You'll work together. You come up with a logo. And then maybe you also make merchandise. Right. Maybe you're the person that they go to that says, hey, I want to come up with a logo. And hey, can we get some shirts? Well, then you're making a business. Mm-hmm. But you're You're branding yourself. Yeah. So in wrestling, it's about brands Mm -hmm. and i say that plural because it's brands Mm. as a wrestler you're branding yourself Mm -hmm. you're branding your character Mm -hmm. right um you are a personal brand for a show or shows Mm -hmm. right so it's all about branding right it's Mm -hmm. marketing Mm -hmm. it's networking it's all this other stuff yeah so to get back to the question though like anybody can get a part of it but not everybody is going to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And if you are a wrestler, not everybody is going to make it to WWE. Not mm-hmm. everybody's going to make it to New Japan or right. AEW. Because you can only go so far. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can do. So it's almost that same dynamic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure, you could train. Doesn't mean you're going to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Because no school is going to let you just go and wrestle right. if they think you're going to hurt yourself or hurt the other person. Right. But we need managers. Mm-hmm. You need the supporting actors. Right. Right? The, the the supporting cast. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And people were like, oh, I want the lead role. Well, you know what? Actually, honestly. Sometimes I've... it's the supporting cast that's actually the people that make the show. It's funny because, like, back in high school when I was in uh, drama or um, oh, in, theater days. Uh, yeah, right. Um, my small little part of that is even when we had, like, the productions coming up, like The Wizard of Oz or... Mm-hmm mash or whatever um people would be like oh are you gonna try out for this role are you gonna try out for that role i'm like honestly no like i know my place and you gotta know where your place is in life i always treated myself as rhoda okay next to mary tyler moore okay i walk in i say my lines i get the hell out get the hell out yeah exactly (laughs) but that impact of like what that character did to the main character and then left. What am I? Sometimes I'm the wisdom. Sometimes I'm just the comedy. Sometimes I'm just, I try to point out to people that like, there are like in certain films, Mm -hmm. there are people that are not the lead characters, but you remember them. Yes. That is your job as the character or the actor. Yep. So let's say, you're just a manager. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're my manager and we go out. Yes, I'm the talent. I'm the this. I'm mm-hmm. the that. I'm mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. But well, let's say there's a, a opportunity that the manager gets that FaceTime for a second. Well, that's what happened to Rhoda. She got her yeah. own show. When yeah. the manager gets that split second, how do they make that moment mm-hmm. count? Mm-hmm. That's what sets you apart. Yep. Um, I mean, for instance, wrestling. Uh, Paul Heyman. 
everybody knows who the hell Paul Heyman is. Mm-hmm. I mean, ECW kind of helped. He kind of yeah. ran the show. But, right. but I mean, when he gets out there, how many managers have their own catchphrase? He gets out there, he goes, my name is Paul Heyman. Yeah. And everybody screams Loses this their shit. shit. Yeah. And I'm like, there's that's memes, a manager that stands apart from everybody. But there's memes that are built upon that. Yeah. Um, Paul Bearer. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew who the fuck Paul Bearer was. Yep. You know? There are just certain managers that just stick out. Mm-hmm. Um, Miss Melissa. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, there is a bunch of these people that are just, like, great managers. Mm-hmm. But... A lot of people don't look at it like that. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, if you want to be a part of it, be a part of it. It's so much fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work, but, but it's day. so much fun. Right now, during COVID, so many of us are just itching just mm-hmm. to get into a show. Some of us don't even care if we get paid. We just right. want to wrestle and perform. Right. But... On the weekends and with our days off, because we have so many, I'm just like, I got to do something. I mm-hmm. can't just sit. Like, I need to do things. Yep. I, it drives me insane. Mm-hmm. And with our uh, stuff right now where I can't do organized sports, mm-hmm. that means I can't train at Best of the West. Mm-hmm. I can't go to a gym. Yep. My loophole was... <laughs> <laughs> loophole. Was the part where it says, in residential, you can visit people at their house. Uh Uh-huh. Well, it just so happens, a friend of mine in Sacramento has a ring in his backyard. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I go visit, and I go train in the ring. Yeah. So, I have a ring to train in. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's me trying to be proactive and still doing things. Yeah. You know? Um, And it's hard. It's not easy. Like, Mm -mm. my body is wrecked. Because I didn't realize that when you train one solid day for like seven hours, yep, your body kind of feels it the next day or two. Yeah. Or we, three or four. Here's the thing. We cannot bounce back the way we used to. I wish I could. My uh, body. You have to. <laughs> I've learned that I've had to adapt with myself and also listen so hard you know what i mean so hard like when i did my marathon i was i took a vacation for a week i probably only needed three days but even after that week i still had two floors of steps to climb up (laughs) and that first morning i got to the truck i drove into work i you know, backdoor keyed myself into the building. And then I walked up those two floors and like halfway through, I was like, Oh, you know what I mean? So I get to my desk and I'm like this, I'm not moving all day. Like (laughs) right now, um, I have it to where like every Tuesday we do training Mm -hmm. in Sacramento. Mm -hmm. Cause I also train two other people. Yeah. Uh, they're brand new, and I don't have a whole lot of knowledge, but I train them. Well, I feel the like for a decade. But I train the basics. Yeah. Right? I haven't trained for a decade. Okay. I've only trained for two and a half years. Oh, okay. My bad. But, I'm, like, I'm no, thinking no. about like within a decade, yeah. what have you done? Okay. So but, like, two years. but we, you know, I train them in the basics, the yeah. roles and stuff, what I know how to do. 
So <laughs> I go up every Tuesday normally. Last week, I drove uh, one of the guys uh, on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And we were over there, and I was like, well, while we're here, why don't we train? And, yeah, I know I got to go to work tomorrow, so I just got to leave earlier. Yeah. Because it's a two, two-and-a-half-hour drive to Fresno, oh, to no. Sacramento. So I get home, you know, I trained all day on a fucking Wednesday. Terrible idea, by the way. Yeah. Because I forget that I purposely pick Tuesday, so I have Wednesday to recover yep. and then go to work on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I go into work. I was dying mm-hmm. and then of course we have to go up and down stairs yep. and i'm just like uh, i'm so happy i have a desk job <laughs> my body oh my god i forgot how much my body hurts after i train yeah i feel fine while i'm training mm-hmm. it's when i'm done training and then i'm like ah ow yeah i'm old yeah oh shit yep I pulled a muscle. I hurt this bone, that bone. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a bruise right here. I have a scratch <laughs> right here. From? <laughs> Where the hell did all this shit come from? And then I get home, and then my fiance looks at me. And she goes, did you kill yourself? No. She's like, "Yeah, you okay? I'm like, I'm just going to go soak in the tub. Yeah. Let me Just let me have my moment. How do you feel like you've uh, impacted... Uh, the LGBTQ demographic uh, and like I guess this kind of goes back to my enough, original question that's most, that, my, like, that's most of my fan base you know it, it is <laughs> that, yeah um, but it doesn't have to be but you know like I, like earlier when I asked like you're writing a chapter in history you may not know it mm-hmm. but you are even if it's like a, a sentence but there's many more people like you in this world and you know uh, you you are helping the future generations what i have noticed is because so i've i've always tried to be a very approachable person mm-hmm. i try to be a very happy loving kind of motherly maternal like mama mm-hmm. in the community mm-hmm I try to be extremely welcoming. I'm, and it it attracts people of not just you know just trans, but I mean gay, lesbian, bi, mm-hmm. right, uh, pansexual, asexual, omnisexual, and the whole nine, etc. Yeah, etc. So, I, what I've noticed is that because I'm so welcoming and I'm mm-hmm. so loving, I am I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to sit down. We talk. I understand. We could talk it over. Help you mm-hmm. out. And, kind of coach i guess or mentor mm-hmm. the person mm-hmm. that has opened up the door to where like now it's also because i'm a trans woman in the ring and i am approachable it makes other trans girls and trans women happy that they can see this person that is like they're the possibility mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i'm to some people who haven't met other trans wrestlers, I'm the possibility mm-hmm. to them. Even though, yeah, like I said, we have Nyla Rose, but I'm the person, like, you can touch me. Mm-hmm. You can shake my hand. Yeah. You can pull me to the side to have a conversation. Actually, you could probably tweet and yeah. I'll respond like, We right can back. actually <laughs> talk. Yeah. So for them, it's, it's more personable, mm-hmm. right? They can actually talk to me. Yeah. 
And I have people that are allies, not actually LGBT, but they were like, oh my God, you are amazing mm-hmm. because you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing the other. And everything that you're doing mm-hmm. is an inspiration to somebody in the community. Yeah. And even people that are straight because yeah. you're, you're making an impact mm-hmm. that other people are scared to do. Mm-hmm. And you're owning it. Mm-hmm. That's the word that they, or the words they say. They're like, owning you're it. owning it. Yeah. And I'm like, y'all don't realize. What physical object yeah. do we have that we're owning? Yeah. What I, what I love is like when they always say like, oh my God, you're, you're such an inspiration. You put yourself out there and you're owning it. I'm like, you don't realize that I'm in the back going, this is probably a terrible idea. This is probably a terrible idea. People are going to hate me. People are going to not like mm-hmm. me. Where is all the negative heat coming in? Like mm-hmm. all of this other stuff. Like people don't realize like anxiety is a motherfucker. It is. For <laughs> performers like you and I, it is. It is a monster behind us. Anxiety. On one half of my it, nails there's... show my anxiety because <laughs> uh, I still buy my nails. I, I don't think I do anything. Oh, uh, you I'm... twitch. I do. Yeah, I You're twitch. A twitcher. I'm a twitcher. <laughs> You're a twitcher. <laughs> I've noticed that at work. You yeah. twitch. You start getting like. Fuck, 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 fuck. I'm gonna fucking kill this little son of a bitch. I'm like, calm down. Yeah. Calm yeah. down. Yeah. And that's why I write in cursive most <laughs> of the time. So that way it covers my hands shaking. Because yep. it's not just the essential shakes that I've got, but like, um, also, uh, the, the fact that people do piss me off enough <laughs> that my hands start just like uncontrollably shaking and I just don't have a poxing you know bag readily accessible oh, so I'm just I writing a cursive notes to myself you just speak to two guys behind you and you know, I'm like yeah, yeah motherfucker right. <laughs> yeah I'm a twitcher yeah that's you my anxiety outlet you're a twitcher I'm a nail biter uh, a terrible one at that I need mm. to stop doing that cause I get so bad on mine like, I've been biting my nails for, God, way too long. What do you think it, like, what's the first, I don't want you to, like, start feeling anxiety, but, I mean, for yourself, where do you think that anxiety first pops up? Because for me, like, anxiety starts off with my music when people start listening. That was the first one. It's and just then, when I get in my head. Yeah. When I start getting in my head or some nuance, mm. it it brings something up for me. Because mm-hmm. I have had, and I've lived life at 32. Like, mm-hmm. I have lived my life um, in a lot of ways. So, it's one of those things, like, I have had so many experiences, mm-hmm. good and bad. Yeah. Of course. That I have so many intricacies that are these little nuances that bring up little things for me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm mad about just like bottling it in. Mm -hmm. And then later on it comes up and, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and usually it's just me being in my head Mm -hmm. a lot of the times because I went from, you know, being a kid that was questioning myself all the time i didn't know like what i was yeah, my sexuality I my mean, gender my especially whole nine. In, especially like in middle school when you're literally 
becoming your own person at well, some point. Well, we didn't really have school, the guidance. No, we back didn't. Then. We were we we were the self-exploration yeah, group. Yeah, we really were. We explored. Yeah, yeah we were I the ones... I think I'm gay, but I might not be because this guy is feminine, so I think I'm just into him because he's feminine, but I'm into this chick because she's masculine. Or, you know, like, we started questioning so was, many things. I'm really into this chick, and I and I'm dating her, but, like, all these guys are like, yeah, he's a fag. He's gay. Da, 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 da. And I'd be like, why? And they'd be like, well, just because of the way you talk. The voice thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm so, not going to lie. When when I met you and I was like, there's no way in hell this kid is not gay. No, but you're half right. <laughs> <laughs> so That's, if you go missing, do I put your picture in a cart and have half and half? Yes. Okay. Half and half <laughs> is a safe space. Um, like... That's so fucking funny. Um, because so many people joke. at work, they ask the same question. And, like, you know, when we're bored on tour, people go, so are you? Are you not? I'm like, well, you're half right and you're half wrong. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. And I, I tell wish people more people were just 100% right. I bet you know? It's funny because of who I am. Yeah. People don't, I guess, want to go to you. They're like, so what do you think about Graves? I'm like, I, I can tell you there's no way in hell that boy's straight. <laughs> that's the only thing i know yeah. they're like how do you know i'm like i know bing, bing, the, the the radar bing, is just bing. yeah everyone's radar is on and they're <laughs> they're pinging but it's also like oh, same the muscle. hip flexors I'm killing so me is so tight right now i'm so sorry it's fine um but yeah like uh, i have dated women and i love dating women I, I like a, I don't know. But I, then when you I, date guys, you like guys I, too. Yeah, you like, know, it's it's like a life just switch. When people ask you if you're straight, say, I'm straight as a circle. Question mark. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what I used to tell people. Straight as a circle. They're like, are you straight? Nah, straight as a circle. Makes like, sense. But that's, that's uh, well, round. it is straight, but uh, it's a circle. And just watch the wheels yeah, start turning. Watch the gopher, <laughs> like that's spinning and then gets caught and it starts spinning in its own yep, wheel. Yeah, the hamster like, is in the wheel yeah. and he just keeps going, keeps going. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, sponsored by Pride Month and LGBT, everybody. Oh, uh, hey, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um, As we're like turning the dialogue all yeah. over to Pride Month. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's, it's stupid that like we actually... I'm glad that we have a month, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I, oh, that I, could be a whole nother topic for a yeah. whole nother podcast. We'll, we'll do because that. I can get into so much shit about pride month. Yeah. And this history month and that history mm-hmm. month. Yeah. Of how it doesn't need to be a month. It just needs to be for a human 365 247 but yeah that's just me and for me it's like i could be celebrating my birthday all year long or i could just or celebrate that long. one day you know or you that could, whole month you could do the whole birthday month Hold up. you know i could i could do like a two-week pregame yes up to the birthday and then the three weeks after that or you could be like me 
I'm February 5th and then February 14th is uh. Valentine's Day. <laughs> so it's my, like, I want my birthday. I want my Valentine's. I'm, I'm a May baby, so I don't really have like... Oh my awesome. god. When I was married to my ex-wife, that was terrible. Cuz it was my ex-wife's birthday, then Mother's Day, then his birthday. I was like, oh, I, like I'm broke. Well, I can't do anything with mo- with Mother's Day, so the best one uh, I've got is literally my birthday, which is a holiday. Jesus. But only to certain countries. Fair um enough. Anyways, you, back to topic everybody. You had one job. Get it off your chest. Who had one job? I have what? What the fuck? Here we go. So what the hell is this question? <laughs> a prime example of you've got one job because I use this phrase a lot. Me at too. Work. Me <laughs> too. Look at my. You had one job. You had one job. It came from this week at work. <laughs> of course it did. Where, um, it's actually an inanimate object. My computer took shit. Okay. Blue screen. It had like a safe mode option and two others. It had one job. <laughs> Luckily on a Saturday, so it was my last day at work and it was like the last hour of work. And I was like, damn it. So you have one job. My computer had one job, just work. And then I couldn't even like send an email to say help. All right. So when you asked me that question, what does it mean? What am I? What am I supposed to say? What's like? What's one thing that just got on you and was just like you had one job? Wrestling, wrestling related, or just sure. life? Life, life. Oh, so many. Mm. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go safe on this one. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick wrestling because if I go on the other side of the spectrum, I might get in some shit. Same here. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. Wrestling, style. wrestling related. Keep my ass out of the doghouse and keep me employed. Um. Anyways, so um, in re- so this was kind of funny. Uh, my first one of my first matches when I was going with my mm-hmm. buddy Disney and UEW. Yeah. So Disney was the vet. Mm-hmm. So he kind of put the match together, right? Mm-hmm. We go and we do our match. Explain to me how, when you put a match together, you forget most of the match. Now, not to say that he forgot, like, everything, but some stuff got called on the fly, which is fine. Uh, but that there improv. was some, so certain things that just kind of didn't make it to the match. Okay. And that should have because it was planned. Maybe, maybe, maybe it should have. Maybe it didn't. Maybe there's a reason that it didn't. I don't know. Um, but anyway, I was the green baby. Like you're walking me through this shit. Okay. So much expectation. Exactly. So there was like one part where I hit the rope, he gives me a back body drop, but he pushed on one leg more than the other. Mm. So I ended up landing on my left sh- side of my shoulder, mm-hmm. which hurt like hell. Mm-hmm. And then there's like other little stuff. And <laughs> so he's the guy that put the match together, but he was exhausted. 
and and just like all right let's cut to the finish kind of thing so we get done with this match and i win and i hit him with a spear after i hit him a couple like really hard times Mm -hmm. we get to the back he gets to the back he just falls out he's like dead Mm -hmm. like he's exhausted and i looked at him i'm like you have one job he goes what are you talking about i'm like you're the vet the guy that's done this way longer than me. Yeah. How is it for that match, you're tired and I'm not? I still got a lot in the tank. And I could have done so much more Yeah. outside of the kind of bullshit holds that you were trying to give on me. And I get it. He was trying to like walk me through not do anything too extreme too crazy or whatever yeah. but i'm just sitting there going motherfucker how the hell you you have one motherfucking job <laughs> like you you have one job right. and that was put a good match together and uh survive and do fine yeah it uh, mm-hmm. it it was it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like i know for a fact this could have gone so much better mm-hmm. because there was just so much in the tank. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that if I had somebody that was right there with me and we timed it right and did some other stuff yeah. or whatever, oh, my God, we could have had, a, like, a WrestleMania moment for these people, you know? And these were easy fans mm-hmm. to, like, they were already behind me. They hated you. Like, there was so much that we could do mm-hmm. like they had a fucking octagon within distance to this ring i wanted our match to be in that octagon wow because i mean given my character given yeah. his character we could just go to town and beat the shit out of each other sure or beat the shit out of each other with quotes but I would have loved to just, like, transfer from the ring and go over there and beat the hell out of each other. Try to have fun. Give these yeah. people a reason to be like, yes, We're this is the match, you yeah. know? And no. Hmm. Nope, that idea got squashed. We had to do this other match. And I'm like, okay, I get it. It's my first debut. But, I mean, I'm just I'm just, just kind of smart. I get that I'm 30. <laughs> I get that I haven't done wrestling for a while, but I've been a fan all my life, and I studied this. Okay, we'll we'll play. I'm the again. Greenhorn. I'm gonna shut up, and then we do the match, and then you're like, "Dude, you have one job. How the fuck is this? I I'm I'm fine." Hopefully, Disney doesn't come after you when this publishes and goes. Wait, where's where's this going? Yeah. Oh, let's go on to the net. It's going to iTunes. Okay, we're going to edit that part. and it's we're gonna, gonna... <laughs> It's going to Spotify. It's going everywhere. I think I'm feeling like there's going to be a match going on. You know Are what? You calling him out? You know what? I love Disney. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do. Uh, Disney is a good guy. He, he actually helped me out a lot in that match. I just, I gave him so much shit <laughs> when he got done with that match. And actually, he's been trying to get me to go down to um, San Diego for, like, God, forever. Mm. But I'm just, uh, I don't know. There's, like, only one, maybe two 
places mm-hmm. I really want to wrestle at in San Diego right yeah. now. One of is my old school. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. level up, school show, and then ground zero. That's mm-hmm. like the only two places I'm going to wrestle. Mm-hmm. And then he wrestles with this other group, and I'm like, no. I'm like, that's that's not me. I mean, you get to have the luxury of choosing at that point. Yeah. So yeah. It's just, I don't think he's even going to listen to your podcast. No, probably not. Probably not. But um, I, I just, he's one of those guys, I just wish that, I don't know. I, I'm going to keep my opinion to myself. Well, okay. We could talk more about this sure. offline. Yeah, that's fine. But no, there's that a was, lot of that that happens on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there's that one that just that match. It was like, and I told him about it when I got done. I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Like, yeah. how the hell is like, like I was yeah. so frustrated. Mm-hmm. But it, I think I was more frustrated because it was the match that was like my debut. Yeah, you know, right. I I had people come out. They came to watch me. Granted, I won, but could have yeah. been better right so especially when i look at like my matches now i'm like oh my god of course like that match was terrible if i listen to like my <laughs> early composition pieces and then i listen to today's work it's night and day that's that's gonna happen experience pays off yeah and experimentation and learning yeah experimentation hmm. it really is it's like science yeah. to me it, i guess well, that is a good way of putting it mm-hmm so okay. I have this thing. I sent you this card of what we were going to talk about. I honestly but I never bl- looked at it. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> <laughs> um, I always blur out the the shower thought because I think about it on the fly. Um, but here's like, just think about some, just, what's the first thing that pops in your head? <clears throat> a shower thought? Do you know what these are? Uh-uh. So it's like a thought you have in the shower and you're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. Light bulbs were such a good idea, they became a symbol for a good idea. Hmm. And it's overhead. (laughs) Okay. Most lights are. (laughs) And when you think about the idea, it's like a little light bulb that is above your head. Yeah. Hmm. I hate you. Why? I don't know, because I'm going to keep thinking about this. For you know what? That happened last last <laughs> week. I told I told Khadijah um, the first teacher of driving school, or the first teacher to learn how to drive never had a teacher. True. That is true. Yeah. Shower thought. I mean, do you ever really think of anything in the shower? Do you like? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. too many things. These are the things that I write down. I'm like, oh, my God, we're uh, going to talk about this for a minute. <laughs> so if you take the wings off of a fly, do you call it a walk? Oh, no. Is that one you had? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you have a fly, yeah. right? But if you take its wings off, what do you call it? I don't know. <laughs> A bug? Is it just a bug? A generic bug? Like a... I don't know. No, because ants, some ants have wings. Ah. But they're not flies. Ah. They're flying ants. Uh-huh. Huh. But if a fly is just a fly, then you take the fl- wings off, what is it? <laughs> is it a fl or a f? A fl? <laughs> it's a fl. 
Oh, man. Or what was the other one? Why do you uh, park in a driveway and drive in a parkway? Yeah. Where yeah. does the white go when the snow melts? Hmm. Aha. <laughs> oh, well, I can actually answer you that. Don't answer that because I have an answer too. And it's all scientific based. Mine is too. What's your scientific answer? <laughs> it's, it's the reflection of, of with all the colors being absorbed by the ice because it's technically in a crystal prism. So when it finally goes away, it's no absorption of all the light. And then it just goes up. I'll add to that. Why is it that we can see the color of white paint outside. What color do you think the sun is? Every color but whatever the fuck you see? No. What? It's a white star. We have white stars, blue stars, red huh? stars. We have... I thought it was yellow. Mm. But if it was yellow, then what color would white be under the sunlight you know what yellow shut up so <laughs> if the snow is white and it's being hit by a white light into the ice crystal prisms uh, uh, <laughs> yes this just went college level <laughs> well so while Boom. we're sitting here thinking about big bang theory uh, no blah, blah, we went blah. from wrestling to big bang theory <laughs> our whole universe is in Anyway, <laughs> what inspired you? What has inspired you today, this last week, this last month? Um, I can tell you what terrified me, and that was going to work finally dressed as me on Thursday. That's so inspirational. Because my stuff got approved through the Navy to be myself. Um, inspired, inspired, inspired. Me. It's inspiring to see that because you're not the yeah. first person I've met who's come to work. As themselves, yeah. finally, after documentation is like, okay, it's. I good mean, it only took so. three years, but you know. But that work, dedication, and the. And the tenacity, fact that nobody gives a shit made me yeah. happy. Yeah. And it's I not that my... nobody gives a shit, it's just that. Grow my hair out. I, I always ask people these two questions at work Is anyone dead? Is there an active shooter? If you can answer no to both those questions, why the fuck do you think I should care? Is there a fire? Are you capable? Eh, fire, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. Are you capable of still doing your job regardless? I worry about about fires. Bomber shard was a thing recently. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So f add fire to that. Fire, at okay. Least. Yeah, fire. Maybe a flood <laughs> if you're on a ship. <laughs> flood flooding compartment no 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 i'm leaving i'm gone bye i'm just saying these are yeah. just things on my head what's inspired me this this last week is that like um i've actually been recording vocals for a new album and usually i do a lot of heavy um, reverb, delay, and uh, dubbing. Um, I'm still doing dubbing where I'm multi-layering my voice. <laughs> but um, I'm using a lot of stripped uh, vocals so they seem very dry. 
as opposed to heavy reverbed. DJ and... Skrillex. Yeah, right. Um, Over here being a Skrillex great. <laughs> um, <laughs> almost. Uh, but that's what I've been doing, and I've just been like listening to artists that they they use very low, or um, they they don't over produce their voices and it's really inspired me to just go that direction with my voice i'm not comfortable with it but it's it's the one i've got and i'm not (laughs) like most most artists where they're have you seen that or have you heard that people have been using autotune just for sake of autotune yeah like it's just because actually, people like the sound of auto tune. Weird. Because <laughs> back in two thousand, that wasn't a thing. Back in two thousand, if you use auto tune, you got shunned. Yeah. So. And share was the only exception. Do you believe? You know the song. You know the song. Love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because. Yeah. You know, but oh, it's a auto-tune. whole different conversation now. Twenty years later, and she still uses auto tune. <laughs> yep. It's her voice. It's kind of she yeah. gets the right to use it's it. It's her voice and a shit ton of plastic surgery. Share, yeah. Oh, what about you? What's oh, inspired sure. you? Inspired, you know. Sadly, there's not a lot of inspiration going on lately. Yeah. Well, with COVID, <laughs> it's really not. Um, I think what I, I don't know. I like. I guess I been the inspiration not so much being inspired mm. it's kind of weird mm-hmm. um like the kid i brought up back to sacramento last wednesday mm-hmm. like i was helping him and because he's a gay man and mm-hmm. i was helping him kind of like navigate who he was as a person to be able to help him find out who he would be as a wrestler mm-hmm. and you know he's a flamboyant gay man like you know just one of those things. he's a queen basically in a Get lot it. of ways like mm-hmm. um and it was funny because he brought up the whole thing where like people used to call him sissy lala hmm. and it brought up an idea i guess that was his inspiration so i had his idea and it inspired me to help him with this character so i went and i started going through my phone i'm like all right that brought up an idea for a song mm. for your entrance mm. so the idea now is we're going to change the name obviously but his entrance song is going to be Sissy That Walk. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mama Baru. Right. But I had him listen to it, and he got goosebumps. And he was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, that's 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 my song. Mm-hmm. That's that's me. That's what I'm about. I'm like, I know. I know. So now he's going to be this gay flamboyant man of a wrestler. Awesome. So, and I'm trying to get him inspired by knowing a guy that I used to follow and was pretty good acquaintance with, with a guy mm-hmm. named Jake Atlas, who yeah. is a gay man that got picked up by WWE, mm-hmm. uh, doing stuff with NXT right now. Mm-hmm. A phenomenal talent from SoCal. And so, like, I'm trying to help this kid kind of, like, navigate. Because, to me, there is not enough openly, like, LGBT people in wrestling. Mm-hmm. There just isn't. You know, and it, you can be a gay man and kind of keep it hidden, you know, and be mm-hmm. all macho and yep. stuff. But I think it's even better if you're a, a gay flamboyant man and you're completely open about it mm-hmm. and you own it. 
mm-hmm. right? You own, own it. it. Yeah. And you get out there and you do your thing. And then people will go, go oh, my God, you're the possibility. You yeah. know, I could be like that. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe in the South, but yeah. depending on where you go. Yeah. Even that's starting to change. Yeah. So, but I guess it's, I guess that's the inspiration side of it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for doing the show with me. Ah, it gave me a reason to come over and hang out. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing else going where, on. on where can people find you? I know you're on TikTok. Oh God, I see yes. your videos all the time. Oh um, TikTok. Uh, put in. Tell us where we can find you, follow you, follow where your next wrestling's gonna be. Uh, all that hot. Well, I don't have an idea when the next time I'm having a wrestling show. Doesn't matter. Where can um, we all find your news and everything? Uh, everything Facebook, you. Facebook. Uh, Danica Bloodwin, D-A-N-I-K-A-B-L-O-D-W-I-N. So Danica Bloodwin on Facebook, Twitter, which I just started, uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. and then Kasha, K-A-S-I-A, Posey, P-O-S-E-Y, on TikTok, Facebook, and, uh, no, Instagram's different. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, TikTok and Facebook, and then I am Skits Cosplay, S K I T Z C O S P L A Y on Instagram. Jeez. Also, Dan a couple other on Instagram. Um, what else? What else? I think that's it. Is that the business for that side? Oh yeah, and Skits Cosplay on Facebook. There we go. Awesome. That's keeping my alternative lifestyle aside. Because then we could go into, I got a fat life. I got a KIK. I got a, I do not have an OnlyFans. I haven't gone that far yet. (laughs) There's always so much I can do on social media and I'm just like over it. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have like eight emails for like eight different accounts. I know that emails are free, but damn. So I have my original <laughs> Yahoo. Oh no. Yeah, I still have my original <laughs> Yahoo. I uh, so I have that one. I have my cosplay initiative email, which was the business that I was using. Do you have a hotmail still? No. <laughs> I have Gmail now. I, I upgraded to be a cool person. Oh man! And then I have my Lady Kasha page on Gmail. I've mm-hmm. got Coslesium Con on Gmail. Yeah. I've got Danica Bloodwin on Gmail. I've got Skits Cosplay on Gmail. Wow. So I have an account for all those because I used to run a cosplay con down in okay. San Diego. So two of those are associated to that. Okay. And then one is alternative lifestyle. Got it. Yeah. That could be a different podcast for another time. Yeah, totally. I'm down with that. Yeah, we'll call it King Talk. King Talk. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're going to give me so much shit at work. <laughs>